Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Jacob Man, 97.5 and 12 is the zone. Time to get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. Smart Rain, state-of-the-art. Smart irrigation controller helps with first-class water management. Visit smartrain.net and learn how to save 30 to 50% on your commercial property's water costs or simply call 877-346-3333. Ben, our next guest, of course, his appearance each and every week on the show is brought to you by our friends at LHM Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Riverdale. Live here, work here, cheer for the Wildcats here, buy here. Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Riverdale or online LHMRiverdale.com. He is the head coach of the Weber State Wildcats, our friend Randy Ray with us on Jake and Ben. Hi, coach. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How you guys doing? We are great. And uh, you are coming off uh, a performance against Maine, Fort Kent, the Mighty Bengals, where uh, not only did you win 82-36, to 36, but you held them to eight points in the first half, Coach. I don't think I've ever seen that in all my years reading <laughs> box scores for college basketball. Well, that uh, yeah, that was uh, Maine, Fort Kent, and uh, <laughs> it was one of those games. You know, they're obviously not at, uh, not at a very high level, but... You know, we scheduled that game. We we needed we've had such a good schedule, a tough schedule leading up. We needed a game where we could get everybody in the game and play a bunch of guys because we got a bunch of guys that really work hard in practice and uh, have not gotten a lot of playing time. And we needed to get them on the court because eventually we're going to need everybody. And uh, so it was good to get a lot of guys playing time and look at some different things. And that's kind of why why we had that game on the schedule. Yeah, and maybe you answered my question there, but I, I want to ask this because there was a women's basketball score in the last couple of days where Georgia Southern beat Carver College 133-15. to 15. Like, it's just an, it, you know, it's an incredible score discrepancy there. What What's your responsibility, I guess, as a coach in that game where you're trying to make sure you're still getting the most out of your team, but also you understand it's not really a competitive contest? Yeah, yeah, we knew that going in, but... You know, I kept, I, I just preached to the guys that, hey, we're going to, it doesn't matter who we're playing. And obviously this team isn't at a very high level, but we're going to play the way we play. You know, you get into those games like that and you can start getting, doing things that, you know, you don't do going one-on-one and gambling and playing undisciplined and getting wild and crazy. And I just kept preaching, hey, I don't care what the score is. I don't care what the opponent is. We're going to play how we play. We're going to guard hard. We're going to rebound hard. We're going to move the ball, share the ball, and just play the right way. And, and you know what? Our guys did that. And, and it, it's tough because, you know, when the opponent's like that, you can pretty much just go make a play whenever you want. And, um, but our guys didn't do that. They, they, and even the guys who came uh, that, that hadn't been playing much did a really good job just kind of maintaining how we play the game and stay with it. So, huge game this week, coming up tomorrow. Game you'll hear right here on the Zone Sports Network, by the way. Weber State uh, taking on Utah State. And, of course, you've been at Weber for a long time now. But before that, uh, you spent some time at Utah. But before that, of course, you were very instrumental with Coach Morrill on, uh, in building that program there in Logan at Utah State. So, I guess, what's, what's your relationship like with the Aggies? When you face them on the floor, how do you feel about that game? Well, I want to win. 
Um, But, you know, I've always, I I got great uh, memories, and that was a great time I spent it in Logan at Utah State. Made some really good friends. You know, we had a lot of success. It's a great community. It's a great school, great basketball program, great fans. So I cheer for them to win every time they play, except when we play them. Um, so, but I do, I have a lot of respect for them up there and, and the way the program is and, and everything they've accomplished up there. So I got nothing but uh, respect for that, for that program. It's been a while, but I still have that same feeling and I still know a lot of people in the community and every once in a while I get up there in the summer and go golf and see some people and it's really fun. And my wife and I and our family have great memories up there. And so, but Hey, tomorrow night I'd prefer to beat them if we can. <laughs> Yeah, Utah State Wednesday. You've got BYU coming up on Saturday. What What do these in-state games mean for your program? You know, recruiting, just big picture. What it means for the footprint of, the, of your school? Uh, they're big. You know, they're really fun, and they're fun for the fans too. You know, and it's fun for our players. And uh, any in-state game you play has got a little more juice to it, a little more energy to it. You know, and and everybody wants to play well, and everybody wants to beat the other one, and. And so it just adds another sense of, uh, you know, more emotion, more energy, more urgency to the game. And they're usually pretty high-intensity games. Everybody's fighting hard, playing hard. And, and it's just a lot of fun, you know. And these are the kind of games that make your teams better. Uh, because when you get into conference play, it's, it feels like conference. You know, you got to play at a higher level to have a chance to, to be in the game and have a chance to win. And and uh, so they're great, and I, and I hope the fans take advantage of it and come out and watch, you know, watch us play tomorrow night and watch both teams play, and it's a fun atmosphere. You think uh, Kobe McEwen will have uh, a, a little extra bounce in his step tomorrow night going up against his old team? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's there. Yeah, Kobe's, Kobe's competitive against anybody. Uh, he's just, that's his nature, man. He plays hard and he competes every minute he's on the court. But, yeah, I think he'll have a little extra juice, you know. Who wouldn't, right? right. I mean, it's natural. And uh, so hopefully he can come out. And he's going to play hard. I know that much. He does it every day in practice, every game. So, uh, you know, hopefully he can come out there and play well. I'm curious about this. Uh, and we can look at your last box score and you shot – what two of 22 from the three-point line and you didn't necessarily need it in this last game to get the win but you guys have been shooting the heck out of the ball this year you're 39 percent as a team and that must have been well over 40 going into this last game when when you become so good at shooting how do you not become reliant on shooting because it kind of can be the ultimate bailout right yeah no it can be you can get to the point where that's what you teams can fall into that where hey we're going to fall in love with the three and we, we don't allow that, our guys. We're, we're a good, solid three-point shooting team. It's not our strength. Um, but we, get, we, we, we're, we rely offensively on ball movement, side to side, get the defense moving, and then throw it to the open guy and then make plays for our teammates. And a lot of that is attacking the paint, you know, trying to get uh, the ball into the paint, whether it's a post-touch or penetration, and then play from there and pitch out. But we got to get the ball moving first. And and uh, we, we, you know, we get to the free throw line a lot. Uh, I like that about our team. We get to the paint quite a bit, and uh, and then we just look to share the ball. And our, our motto is, hey, the go-to guy is the open guy, and uh, and we're just going to try to move the ball and throw it to the open open player and trust each other. And and we've been doing a good job of that so far. And that's kind of how we play. But you know, obviously, we're going to take advantage of the three ball when it's when it's available. We're going to shoot it. 
but we don't just rely on it. We try to stay pretty balanced team. You know, try to score in the post, score off pick and roll, score off penetration into the paint, and then uh, mix in some threes as well. Uh, apologies for going back to your time at uh, at Utah State, Coach. But I find uh, you know the coaches are a lot like rock groups in a weird way, where they have influences, right? You know, uh, if you ask uh, Led Zeppelin who their influences are, they'll r- rattle off you know five, six different singers and guitar players and all those things yeah. that made the, the yeah. group, right? Uh, coaches are similar uh, with where they come up and and who they coached under and those sorts of things. And I'm curious, what did you take from Coach Morrill? What did, what did you learn from Coach Morrill that you put into practice still to this day? Everything, everything I do as a as a head coach is from Coach Morrill and my time with him. I was with him for 13 years, and and it, just starting on how do you want to build your program? How do you want to? Uh, what's the culture of your program going to be? Uh, how you go about recruiting? Uh, making sure you you get the players that fit you. You don't have to have the best players. You have to have the right players, and then building a culture that can stand the test of time. Uh, and then uh, from an X and O standpoint, the same thing, how we, how we play defense, how we you know, run our offense and so forth. Uh, it's been a, pretty much everything you know, I've done as a head coach has come from him, and, and it's a pretty good one to come from because you know, Stu is fantastic, tremendous coach, tremendous person. And, and not just that, but, but how you want to treat people you know, and, and how you want to uh, you know, involve the community and administration and everything. So, yeah, I'd just say everything uh, that I've tried to do here at Weber State has been influenced by definitely by, by Coach Morrill. And, and uh, he's still, we're still close to this day. And if I need something or I'm struggling or I need whatever it is, uh, I go to him for advice. And uh, it's pretty much the same advice because I know what he's going to say. But every once in a while, I just need to hear something from him. You know what? Like yourself, Coach Ray, he's sneaky funny too. I don't think I don't know if people know that about Coach Morrill, but he's like a sneaky funny dude. He's a funny dude. That's what a lot of people don't know about yep. him. I'm telling you, his sense of humor is sharp and it's clever. He's really well. One thing about well, the difference between me and Coach Morrill is he's really a lot more intelligent than I am, <laughs> and so his humor is smarter humor. I'm I'm a I'm not a very smart guy, so mine's probably not as sophisticated, right? Uh, but no, he, he is. And when he used to go out and speak to do different groups and I'd go with him or something, he prepares now. If he has to speak, he's, he's preparing for it the night before, the day of. He's writing his notes. I'm more off the cuff. You know, I'm not very smart, so I just got to kind of go with the flow. But, God, he could get him rolling. Some of the stuff he would say is absolutely hilarious. Well, Coach Ray, thank you very much for coming on with us as always. Good luck this week. It should be a lot of fun. Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Coach. That's our friend, Coach Ray. Uh, A big one. Utah State, BYU this week. And then Fresno State. I mean, he was talking. Right. You you get Kent or whoever this team was they just played. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's fine. You know, because you, you have such a crazy schedule you've got playing so far this season. Remember they went on that long East Coast road trip, which is probably pretty unusual for Weber State. Uh, but then you get a couple of major, you know, D1, D1 programs that you're playing over the next week. It's going to be tough. All right, stay tuned. We'll have more Jake and Ben coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.